I am worried about Matthew Stafford turning it over. I am worried about uh, you being a diva. We do have a new crew, at least for today. Emily's getting ready for tonight. Taylor has the day off. Laura's here. Lindsay is here. We got we got a lot going on on a Monday morning, and it's a holiday morning. It's it's a lot. I feel like if we did five hours today, we should just go straight into it. Uh, right after uh, the Laker game is over, the Rams game is over, we should just keep talking. We should just keep going. <laughs> well, just keep it going right into tomorrow morning. Right into just, tomorrow just morning. roll it right back into 10 o'clock tomorrow morning. Here's the deal. I did not like what Chris just said. I didn't like okay. it at all because usually there's some hyperbole. Usually there's a little bit of uh, production value. There are some things that are going into it that are kind of selling it a little bit. The problem is... This was basically accurate. The Matthew Stafford, don't turn it over. It's kind of where I am. It is a couple minutes before 10 o'clock. Oh, yeah. Uh, pre-game show starting in about five hours, give or take. Mm-hmm. And and I'm already kind of sweating it. I'm already kind of at that point where I'm going to need to really make sure that I don't have to do the Matthew Stafford voice tonight after the game, tomorrow after the game, for the next, whatever it would be, six, seven months leading into next season. There's a lot on my plate right now. You uh, First of all, you should be nervous. And I don't say that uh, loosely there, but kind of the reality, Trav. I mean, you know, all season it really didn't matter what the Rams did in the regular season, which, by the way, they won the division. They have a home game at SoFi Stadium. But they also, when I say limp their way into it, as in they lost the last game and won the division because Arizona lost and they, uh, you know, obviously eventually lost as well, I'd be a little concerned. Why wouldn't you be? You already played Arizona earlier this year. Uh, a couple times, one of those games was at SoFi, and you lost. Stafford has had how many turnovers Eight, over the last three? <laughs> that's, so, a, that's the answer to those questions. And 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 when when leading up to the season, the only conversation was, um, are you competing for a Super Bowl or you're not? Yeah. Anytime you're in the playoffs, that's. By the way, you know who else was having maybe similar feelings over the? I'm, I'm sure the maybe it's a bad example, but. I guess you can't put the Chiefs in this conversation or you can't put the Tampa in that conversation because they've won before. But there are a lot of games over the weekend where people were nervous. I don't think that's that much different this uh, tonight going into this game against uh, the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, there, there's, a, there's a lot of things to get into tonight's game. We'll cover uh, all of them. And again, remember, don't forget, pregame show 315, myself and Kirk Morrison. We got you right up to kickoff. Al's got Lakers as well. Um, Do you have a good weekend? I, I had as... It, it, basically perfect i got just the right amount of cocktails i had just the right amount of food and i had a absolute overload of football that that is a pretty good weekend where you go out to dinner you hit it just right you have a couple of martinis you hit it just right you go the next day you make the lunch it's just right i played a little golf yesterday morning we were done we started so early i would walked in middle of the second quarter of the morning game it was basically a perfect football eating slash drinking weekend I, i have no complaints Great weekend. Great weekend. You know, what was different this weekend for me, they didn't have a game yesterday. Lakers didn't have a game. So um, they only ruined my Saturday night, and then I had all of Sunday to just enjoy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just kind of take okay. a second. Even went to dinner last night on a Sunday. Who goes to oh dinner on Sunday nights? You know what? It was. Are it was restaurants kind of- open on Sunday nights? I didn't even know such a thing existed. Like, I, I thought that basically after about 3 o'clock on Sunday, everything is closed and you have to be in your home. I didn't. You know, I didn't know they were open. Do you know what was fantastic, too, is – Games were early enough 
Like, okay, let, let's really look at the NFL games for a quick second. Some of them were complete blowouts. And you're like, what am Three I Three bad ones, two good ones. Yeah, right, what, that's kind of how watching. And then you had a couple that, you know, you, you didn't want to move. The the Raiders and the Bengals game came down to the last possession. Obviously, the Cowboys and the Niners, a fantastic game right there. Um, so you, <laughs> Not you if had you're a Cowboy couple, fan, it wasn't. <laughs> uh, not worried about them. Yet, you had a few games that were fantastic. So by the time actually last night rolled around, Sunday night rolled around, Listen, I, I didn't think Pittsburgh had a chance against KC. And then, you know, by the time you got to halftime, it was like, okay, that, that lead is starting to spread. You kind of just kicked back and chilled, and the game was in the background, but it wasn't something you had to watch. When I Look, I, I don't want to get too far ahead of us here, but when did you – we were talking a little bit before the show, and you yep. were talking about some movies that you watched this weekend. Um, look, an, you ready, ready it, for the setup here? It's an interesting mix of movies, Al. I'm, I'm worried about you. I'm not going to lie. It, it seems like you're kind of in your feelings a little bit this weekend – with your Netflix choices, and I, I just, I'm. You look fine. You look yeah. good on a Monday morning. But yeah. I went. If you would have just told me, "Hey, Trev, these are the movies I'm watching this week," I would said, "Uh oh, uh oh, Al, Al's having a weekend." Different. No, I did something different on Netflix, and you guys can chime in as well. But it, you know, Netflix is always trying to push certain things towards you. It's like, okay, I get it. This is number seven on Netflix. I understand that. I, you know, they're continuing to kind of put the same ones right in front of you. Um, it's actually not too often that I go watch a movie on Netflix. Usually I'm watching one of these series or whatever. You know, we were, we were talking about Cobra Kai, right? Cobra uh-huh. Kai is going to come up, blah, blah, blah. So I went to movies, and I just went to some random movies. I mean, as random as it gets, okay? First of all, I told you the first one was Troy. <laughs> you seen that or no? I have not, but I know okay. what it is. It's a gladiator movie. Okay, but can I tell you something? Go see it. It's a really good movie. Yeah, I'm good. It's, it, oh no no it's a good movie i'm giving you a recommendation here. i I'm, I'm in a good mood i don't want to watch guys chop each other up i'm i, I don't, do you, I don't do need not, that do you not like movies like that the the gladiator type of movies? generally speaking they're not my thing i don't hate them like I, I, it's not one of those i'll gladiator never watch it great. but it's it's down the list of things i would pick okay so once i watched troy then netflix <laughs> isn't says, troy like 10 or 15 years old it's an I, old movie even, right probably even older than that okay it's a, it's a brad pitt uh brad pitt movie um once i watch that then of course netflix is like hey hey you liked troy <laughs> yeah you might like what do you think of braveheart <laughs> no you didn't double up so and, and and let me also say this braveheart is that's like a three-day movie that's not something you can just watch it's it's three hours long like when you're when they're halfway done with the movie, if it stops right there, you could say, okay, hey, not a bad film. You know what? We'll see if they make another one of these. No, 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 that's the halfway point. There's still another hour and a half left of this thing. Uh, watched Braveheart as well. Here, here's the funny thing. I've seen clips of Braveheart, but I've never watched the thing from start to finish. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then I told you the last one that I saw. What okay, was look. You, I, by the way, so you, hold on. Don't, you don't knew, knew what it was yet. called before I was. I well, knew it, what it was it, called. because it's the only Jack Nicholson movie that made me go like, yeah, this, this is the one that I wouldn't want to see. Because here, here, here's what's going on. You, you had you were you're a little feisty at the end of last week. Like you, you, you basically wanted to fist fight Taylor, and if you couldn't fist fight him, you wanted okay. to terminate him. Those I are. Love, <laughs> I love how. That's wow. the perception from yeah. last week. Yeah. I was telling Taylor he should be a Kings fan <laughs> and he should stay with the Kings. No, you you went from... What I was telling Taylor was, <laughs> hey, don't make fun of the Lakers. Yeah, why not? Why can't he do that? That's the part that everybody was kind of like, why is that not okay? Because the Kings already did it. <laughs> the Kings. Are, by the way, the Lakers are making fun of themselves every single night. Yeah, that's but already happened. You, you, in, in one day, you went from Taylor, ah, oh, King, whatever. You know, enjoy your playoff team from 1993 right. or whatever it was, so and Lakers then it was, you know, you shouldn't bother the Laker fans. 
this <laughs> this this is a bad look for you. You shouldn't do this. The Laker fans are going to come for you. And they're like, nah, it's fine. And then you go into the weekend. The yep. Lakers get run by forty. <laughs> or it should have been probably fifty. It, it uh, that happens, and the then all of a sudden, with the Lakers, you're, you're watching movies where guys are chopping each other up, right? <laughs> so I have a certain way, and then you tell me, what's the movie called again? You watched as good as it gets, called. as good as it gets. That's what it was, which is arguably the worst Jack Nicholson movie ever made. <laughs> not The Shining. Okay. <laughs> There's a million not, of them. Not The Departed. The Departed. Not Fugit Batman. Man, Batman. Not, not I mean, Chinatown. Take take, not, take your pick. There's not, a million Jack Nicholson movies that are fantastic, and you settle in with an emo Jack Nicholson movie. Like what? Are you okay? Wasn't the best one. Yeah, it wasn't the best one. It wasn't, <laughs> right. it wasn't his. It, is there something you'd like to unburden yourself with? Is you carrying around some baggage that you'd like to discuss with the group? What's going on with you? Nope. All it showed is that there was a little bit of extra time over the weekend. And extra that would look, over the weekend. I, I, I dig the fact that you watched three movies. That's really cool that you went chop em up gladiator movie, chop em up gladiator movie, and Jack Nicholson and his feelings this is an odd mix. That's where I am right now emotionally with the Lakers. <laughs> He needs one, it. One second, one second, you want to fight. You know, you're ready to go to war for Scotland. Uh huh. Okay. And then the next minute, you are this. You are this. <laughs> Laura said, "This is uh, therapy music for yeah, you." Why yeah. Why not? You 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 look good. Maybe this is maybe. What do you do? You do like Gladiator three hundred, and I'm gonna need you to oh, recommend that's, another that's awesome. like three hundred movie. Three hundred was one of those recommendations. Of course, it was. What They're was all the, the exact one? same movie. You know what's funny? <laughs> the the king that was in Troy and his brother were also in Braveheart. Like right, like almost immediately a couple scenes later you know you go from one scene to the other i'm like wait that's the same dude i just watched over there i think it was like a two for one hey you know we'll pay you for one movie but then you got to act in two and they had them both on there all right i got a question for you al but uh it's it's pretty simple are the rams fans going to figure out what they didn't have figured out last week are, they, are we going to have a repeat of what happened against the 49ers happen, or because right? the, the, that can't happen, it was a right? bad the, the further away you get from it the worse it was the, the the longer we go between the 49er game last Sunday and where we are right now, the worse it feels, right? Where they, they I was reading something again this morning and they were talking about going to a silent count. And, and it's all stuff I knew. But now, because we're just a few hours away from kickoff of this game, I'm, I'm sure. getting I'm getting anxious all over again because I, I don't think the Arizona Cardinals have that sort of fan base. But knowing that that is in the option tree is a little unsettling. Knowing that that place can get overrun the way that the Chargers got overrun over and over and over again, I feel very differently going into tonight's game than I did just a week ago. Yeah, I, I don't see it happening. I'm trying to. I'm trying to kind of think of a scenario i mean we're, we're doing this all day on monday it's like what the hell just happened at sofi people trying oh well 60 40 no it wasn't it didn't look like 60 40 I, I can't see that happening here and I, th I think this just has more to do with the fan base as big as it was for the 49ers by the way even at the cowboys game you saw you saw a pretty good amount of uh that red that was in the stands yeah. there right there everywhere but, as but, are but cowboys it, was, fans. it was nothing like it was at sofi there oh, were no, 49er no, fans of in course. dallas yeah, yeah. but it wasn't anything like that but but to just to add to that, no, I, I don't think that's going to happen again. I mean, I, I don't think that's possible. And I think, listen, if you're a, if you're a Rams fan, I'm assuming I'm assuming here 
This isn't uh, this isn't the Cowboys coming to the town to town. This isn't the Niners coming to town. This isn't the Packers coming to town. It's not one of these iconic iconic fan bases and franchises. I'm assuming they get a real home field advantage tonight, and you know obviously. This should play to their advantage rather than their disadvantage this past weekend. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. The amount of pressure on two guys going into this game is off the charts. And Look, Aaron Donald's got some pressure and Jalen Ramsey's got some pressure, but there are two guys in particular going into this game tonight that absolutely have to nail it or we are having a very different discussion as soon as tomorrow morning. I'll tell you who those two guys are. It is next, Al. It's a great day. It is a playoff day. It is a Laker day. It is a holiday. It's all of those things. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. That's a good idea, Lindsay and Laura. I think both of you should... um, have asked Slees ready for today. It feels like kind of the the ante for working on this program, for being a part of the Travis and Slee show that on a Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, you're going to have uh, some ass Slees. Laura, are you up for that? Yeah. I'm Lin- curious about a lot of things, Sliwa. <laughs> Lindsay, you up for that? Oh, I've been saving one up for a while. <laughs> you have like a, okay, I need to know. Are they like typed in your phone? Do you keep them in your head? Do you write them down? Do you I have mean, a file? What are we talking I, about? I listen to the show, and so there's a few that I've thought of along the way. So you'll have to wait and see. Right, we look well, forward to it. We see, look here's, forward to it. I don't know if you know this or not, Lindsay, but what I like to do with Ask Slees is not just do them at 1045 the way that we do, but I like to sprinkle them in throughout the day. So if, you, if you're ready at 1015, by all means, let it, let it rip right now. Or, or you can wait. I'm going to leave it up to you, but we'll I don't mind it. if we do it now. We'll save it for later. All right. I have a feeling you only have one. I'm a little disappointed. I have I have a few, but, you know. All right. We'll, we'll see how that goes. Um, people are sending in their suggestions for more rom-coms and emo movies from you, Al. They, they've got Juno. They think you'd really like that. Uh, they think that maybe 50 first, first Dates might be a good choice for you. Okay. That uh, when you're done with the Gladiator chop up movies, that you can go to the rom-coms. Maybe Sleepless in Seattle. You if feeling you, that? If you saw the difference, I mean, okay, have you seen Braveheart all the way through? I, I, I yeah, but it's been okay. twenty years. It's been a long time. Yeah. Well, it is so. I mean, <laughs> let's just say detailed, right? This is. By the way, watching people fight back in the days, it's like, what the hell is this? I mean, it's so incredibly barbaric. And then from there, it's like we'll just go to as good as it, actually I did as good as it gets, and then Braveheart. Take me through it, like okay, yeah. you're. Like I'm surprised your your Netflix didn't explode considering the choices that you made one after the next. Like I get going from 300 or not 300. What was it for Troy from Troy going from to Troy to Braveheart? Troy to yeah. Braveheart makes sense to me. Yeah. That makes sense to me. And then just yanking the wheel and going to as good as it gets. I'm surprised your entire system yeah. didn't shut down. Take me through like your your moods, there's, your thoughts. No, I, I need to know what's going on in your head. Nothing going on in my head. It's escaping as far as you can from. Uh, 
the Lakers and the Nuggets. And that's Had you been drinking? It just takes you all over the place. Well, I, I, I mentioned to you, these movies are long as hell. So it was, you know, hey, let's watch part of this movie and then we'll come back to it the next day. So Where, where did you slide it in with two football games on Saturday and a Laker game? You worked on Saturday night. And then three football Friday games. Night, How do you slide it in? Friday night was Troy. Okay, like most people They do. had no game. <laughs> they had no game Friday night. Saturday was, I think that was as good as it gets earlier in the day. And then I think I finished it yesterday. I didn't even watch it the whole day. And then last night was Braveheart. So that was the, Where was Lady Slee during all of amazing. this? Did she not want to stage some sort of... She was Right by my side. <laughs> right by my side. Does she not get control of the remote? Like, at what point? She's like, no, we're not doing this. This is a terrible... I don't, I don't want to watch another she one She was in. No, she was in. She was she was watching uh, the entire way. <laughs> All right, so um, here's what's coming up tonight. It's time for some straight talk. Brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk, no compromise. Um, Sean McVay has the second most pressure on him walking into this building tonight. Okay, nobody has more pressure walking into this building tonight other than Matthew Stafford because I don't care how many. Well, you know, we've been here before. I should have beaten Dallas a few years ago. It's a bad call, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. If this thing goes a certain way. Even if they win the game, and he, like if they win the game the way they won in Minnesota, if they win the game the way they won in Baltimore, out. What, what are we talking about here? They spent so much capital. They went through so many different hoops to try to get this thing fixed the way that they did that we are exactly where they were. Nobody's going to look at Aaron Donald or Andrew Whitworth or Jalen Ramsey or Cooper Cup or any of these guys. If they lose tonight... They're going straight after Matthew Stafford. He knows that, fairly or unfairly. That's where everybody's going to go. That's where everybody's going to land. I, I can't imagine what's going through his head right now. That we're what is that? We're seven hours away from kickoff. Yep. And what is he thinking about right now, knowing that if I play well, we're we're almost certainly going to win. And if I don't play well, we have a really good chance of losing. That is an insane amount of pressure. So, listen, but by the way, isn't that what you came here for? I mean, you were playing with the Detroit Lions for 12 years, you know, and there was always just kind of the idea and the concept of there's no expectations. He's 0-3 in the playoffs. Well, each one of those playoff games, they were on the road. They weren't expected to win in any of those games. So this is the first time in his career that there are expectations. I, I would say this in regards to the pressure. Pressure is you have to go out there and you have to throw for four touchdowns and you have to be near, nearly perfect because there's no other talent on your team. Pressure is you don't have star players on the defensive side of the ball that could at any moment make a big play and potentially swing the game. Pressure is that you don't, you're not playing at SoFi Stadium and you're not expected to win. Pressure is when everything is on your back. I don't think everything's on Matthew Stafford's back. What's on Matthew Stafford's back is... Don't screw up the game. Don't go out and throw two that picks is pressure. in the process. That, by dad, that is exactly right. It's not just you go out there and you can't screw. The, the Rams have not – they have five losses this season. Yep. Four of them you can tie directly to Matthew Stafford. The only one that isn't is the one actually against Arizona. But four of their five losses are directly there. That's nothing but pressure. But do, do you see what I'm saying? That there are certain quarterbacks you have to play perfect football. You have to throw for three or four touchdowns. You have to throw for 350 or 400 yards. You have to have the ball in your hands because your defense isn't good enough at the end of games. Stafford, listen, I'm not trying to argue against that there isn't pressure on Stafford. Of course there is. But he's created that pressure because he threw 17 interceptions during the season. He created that pressure because four of those interceptions went for touchdown returns. He's kind of put himself in this hole 
that I, Trav, I don't think he needs to throw for. I don't think he needs to have four touchdowns today. I think no, if he no. if he has if he just plays a good solid. I didn't turn the ball over. I didn't have a fumble and throw two interceptions or one interception and a fumble. There's a really good chance that the Rams probably win this game. What he can't do is, you know what you were just referencing, this kind of, well, flip the coin, which one are you going to get? Well, that's – that's okay, but if you're worried, if, but if you're worried just about Arizona in that game at SoFi, what the hell happens next week if you get past Arizona and you're in Tampa exactly, or Green Bay you know, or whatever We've gone through 17 games. Mm-hmm. 17 games. And all the things to, okay, I'm in Detroit, we stink, and I'm the only guy here that knows how to do this and blah, 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 blah. Okay, fine. Well, you came over here. And you do. There's Cooper Cup, and there's uh, Odell Beckham Jr., and there's Robert Woods for a period of time. And you got a running back that's very effective, and Sony Michelle. You got Cam Akers back. You got an offensive line that more often than not is pretty effective. The defense has all pros all over the place, all these things. And it's still exactly the same. That's the problem, right? Sure. <laughs> is that you, all of the pieces around you have changed, but the 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 end game is still. And I'm curious what Rams fans think about this. Eight seven 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 ten ESPN. If you want to get them, what is the line tonight? Is it is it you got to throw a couple touchdowns, or is it you can't throw two interceptions? Because that feels far more important to me than the first one. How many times does the ball go to the other team from your offense? That's it. If that number is one or zero. I think they win the game. If it's more than one, I think they lose the game. I really do feel like it's that simple going into this. If he turns it over two or more times, I think they're cooked. If he turns it over one or fewer times, I think they win, and I think they win pretty comfortably. So, you know, it's funny, the the first two games, and I don't know if you remember right off the top of your head, but two games they played against Arizona this year, okay? That first game where the Rams lost, Stafford threw for an interception, Sony Michelle had a uh, a fumble. Okay, so you had two turnovers. Arizona didn't have any turnovers in the game in Arizona, where the the Rams ended up winning the game. Kyler Murray threw for two interceptions, and the Rams didn't have any turnovers in that game. I think they had a fumble, a drop fumble, but they recovered it. Something mm-hmm. along those lines with Stafford. Um, yeah, it's playoff football, right? The the team that has makes less mistakes. Yesterday we watched a cow. How many how many penalties did the Cowboys have? Fourteen. Is that you a know, lot? I, I don't watch a lot of football, but 14 seems like a lot. You when, when you have win four penalties per quarter, yep. it seems like a lot. I don't know. I'm not a scientist, but that and, seems and, like a lot to me. And we'll get into a little bit later the Raiders and the Bengals games, but uh, Bengals game, and there were some, granted, there was a key call that was obviously uh, completely screwed up by the referees, but Raiders had some key penalties as well. Sure. And I, I, the reason why I point that out is I think you're right on the front of – you don't need Matt Stafford tonight to be a hero. You really don't. You just need him to be a solid quarterback in the playoffs that's not making mistakes. And I don't think that's too much to ask for. And if he if he chokes on that moment in that stage where you have all this talent around you, then I think it's completely, completely fair for obviously everybody to be sitting here and saying, well, nothing changes in a year other than the fact that they have left less draft picks and they have less uh, um, assets uh, moving forward. Yeah, okay, put, put Stafford aside for a second. You know, you know it's very difficult to overcome? And it could be football game. It could be really anything. You know okay. what's a really tough thing to overcome? Stupidity. <laughs> just really dumb people in positions of authority. Really dumb people with their hands on the control. For instance, and, and here's what I'm getting at. Okay. You mentioned the Cowboys, 14 penalties. That's not the player's fault. That's the coach's fault. Fix that. Okay? That, that is a really easy thing for a coach to get control because guess what? You keep you commit penalties, you're not going to play anymore. 
I can control how many penalties you're going to get. Running a play with 14 seconds left when everyone else that's ever watched a football game knows that that number's around 18 or 20 seconds. You can't use the middle of the field if it's under about 17 seconds. It's stupidity that Dak Prescott didn't know that that Kellen Moore didn't know that, that Mike McCarthy didn't know that. And this is what gives me a little bit of hope, uh, optimism, going into to the game tonight because Sean McVay makes mistakes. All coaches do. He's not stupid. He's not doing that. He's not making that. He may make a decision that you don't like, Al, about going for it, not going for it, passing, running, all those things. But just the basic mechanics of operating a football game don't seem to be lost on the coach of the Rams, where it does appear that that's kind of a, a minimum bid with teams like the Cowboys. They can't get out of their own way. They should have won that game. Either They should have either lost that game by four touchdowns yeah. or won the game at the end. And they, were, they, were, they managed to stay close enough because the Niners screwed it up. Just everything about that yesterday, watching that game felt like this is a coaching calamity the Rams don't have that on their plate that's that actually is a big deal because they're not nearly as many good coaches as there are teams it, it is a big deal and you know it's funny you were talking about the pressure that's coming on McVay and for Stafford tonight I, I, how much pressure do you think is on McVay tonight because I, Tons. I think don't but don't you look at the front office before you look at no. McVay no McVay's accomplished you know how you say when you say now he's not a he's not a made man because you have to win. Yep. You know you, you have to Andy Reid. You got you, you got to get one under your belt. But what? Okay, let, let's say they lose in the first round. Let's say they lose tonight. Okay, well what what's going to change with Sean McVay? Nothing's going to change. I mean, don't get me. I'm not saying that Sean McVay's job is in jail. It's nothing. Yeah. But if they look, look, oh, he was the one that said. Our quarterback needs to play better. He was sure. the one that, without saying these words, said these words. Mm-hmm. I can't do this with this guy. I can't do it with him. Get me somebody better. Get me Matthew Stafford. And they did. Mm-hmm. And they're in exactly the same spot. That doesn't reflect nearly as badly on Matthew Stafford as it does on Sean McVay, potentially. Because I- Matthew Stafford isn't doing anything that he didn't do before. Mm-hmm. It, it's exactly the same thing. The, look. Here, here's the other thing: weapons and expectations. Everything. It's, uh, it's a lot different from a, from a Stafford perspective. You know, I, I get what you're saying. He's not doing anything different than he was doing before, but your squad's a lot better, and you know, you you, sh- you shouldn't be making the same mistakes you were making in Detroit. There's somebody that's in a lot worse spot than Sean McVay. I'll tell you who that is next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Speaking of dog picks, Al, um, you didn't do well this weekend. I have a point. <laughs> you do have a point. I got a point. You, out, of a, out of a possible 10, you yeah, have well, one. Not, not yet. Wow. Remember, there's one more game Well, you're tonight. right. So out of a possible eight, you have yes. one. Correct. So you still have Arizona. By the way, if Arizona wins, um, you still lose. You would have three. You would tie me with three. Uh, Taylor would have three. Emily is going to win this either way. Emily has five right now with the Rams, so she's got a potential for seven. If the Rams win, I can tie her, but uh, she's in the driver's seat, so the picks, as usual, sucked. 
as a uh, almost two week Raider fan now, um, I had. Yeah, How did you take that loss? By the I way, I had to put all my eggs in the Raiders basket, and I I gave them a four yesterday <laughs> against Cincinnati. What was the spread, by the way? Uh, five. Oh, so it's five. Yeah. All right, so you know, getting yeah. a little touchdown. So uh, all my eggs in the Raiders and the Patriots. That. That pretty much set the tone for the weekend. Do you have to get your Al Davis face tattoo removed now, or do you just, now that you're in Raider Nation, do you just roll with it and just leave it there for the rest of your life? Yeah, as a two-week Raider, as a 13-day Raider fan, uh, you stay with it for the rest of your life. All right, here's our first tweet of the day. This is from Chris. Uh, Trav, I recommend this double feature for Slee. Number one, Roadhouse. Slee will enjoy the wanton violence in a town without any law enforcement. And number two... Inside Out, a Pixar movie about a young girl's emotions and feelings. <laughs> so are you see, ready for I'm a Roadhouse gonna, uh, Inside Out double feature? Saw followed by Sleepless in Seattle, just back to back. Yeah. Just back to back. Going through some stuff. I, 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 yeah, there was. It's not that you picked one or the other. It's that you picked them both. both. Yeah, it's no, like it's both. one, it's like, hey, sometimes you're in that mood. Something light, something easy. Watching Jack Nicholson getting his feelings, whatever. Not my trip, but I kind of get it. Sometimes you're feeling a little, you know, like a little I, frisky. You want to watch like somebody I, get beat up. I went to Mastro's and I had like just this unbelievable ribeye. And then on my way home, I just stopped by to Del Taco. You got like, a frosty at Wendy's on the wall. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you know what? I'm just gonna hit that frosty right now. I just did yeah, that just feeling it. Lobster feeling mac it. Way... and cheese and ribeye needs a frosty on top of it. <laughs> I feel like that's what you got going on. That's good right there. Uh, let's see. There's where's the other one I wanted here. Here it is. Um, no, that's not it. Here, no, here. Yo, Slee. Now these are Ashleys. My my computer is misbehaving right now. Um, so <laughs> never mind. Sean Sean McVay loses tonight. Sean McVay's job is. Whatever. He's, he's not yep. going anywhere. He's mm-hmm. the Rams head coach for the foreseeable future. Your Lakers, the Lakers, mm-hmm. they've given up. Magic called him out for it. Mm-hmm. The uh, Russell Westbrook, while he didn't respond to Magic directly, he said they're not playing hard enough. Dwight Howard said they're not playing hard enough. And look, I'm not a guy that calls for people's jobs. It's not my deal. The second guys stop trying, coach has got to go. It's it's one plus one equals two in sports. If the players aren't listening and aren't competing, the coach has to go. It is that simple. And you saw it, I saw it, Magic saw it, Russell Westbrook saw it, Dwight Howard saw it. They're not competing. They let go of the rope in the middle of that Denver game. That's a problem. Frank Vogel should grow eyes in the back of his head right now because that's how you get yourself fired. Well, it's also... Where are they sitting right now? They're 21 and 22. It doesn't look like it's getting any brighter. Um, you know, I mentioned this in the postgame show that sometimes you look for, okay, well, is there light at the end of the tunnel? Maybe you could say, okay, well, AD is going to come back at some point. He'll come back towards the end of the month. Trav, they were down 40 mm. to Denver. There's no Michael Porter Jr. There's no Jamal Murray. Um, and, and you know what Denver is? Denver has one of the best players in the NBA. They're a little bit better of an average team. Yesterday they played Utah. Utah finally got Gobert back and everything else. I think they lost by 20 at home. Mm-hmm. Okay, So a couple days ago, some point last week, they lost to the Clippers without Paul George, without obviously Kawhi. Um, it's not like the Denver Nuggets are this just high-powered, unbelievable team. You're right, the Lakers did give up. There are moments – I was trying to give the best example. I, I've Michael has talked about – Michael's favorite sport is boxing, he says. Yep. Right? And every time it comes to, I don't know, competition, something along those lines, he likes giving Evander Holyfield analogies. That Holyfield was one of those guys that when you hit Holyfield, 
it was one of those like, sounds good. You know where I am? I'm right here in front of you. you got to hit me again. And I see the Lakers uh, plenty different points this season. I think this is why the tweet came out about Ma- – or Magic sends out that tweet. It's why Russell Westbrook is questioning, hey, I think other teams are just playing harder than we are. When the Lakers get hit in the jaw, you know what they do? They put their head down. That's what they do. They put their head down. They walk the other way. Whose and- fault is that? <clears throat> because, I mean, that to me, that's the coach. If, if yeah. I can't get my guys – to play hard. And I'm not saying Frank Vogel's a bad coach. I'm not saying that he's done this wrong or that. I'm saying it is, it, it's easy, right? It's like if no one's listening to the person that's in charge of directing the team, if no one is listening to the message, you got to get somebody else to deliver a different message. Now, maybe the guys should be listening. Maybe they should be doing what he's – if you don't, it's time to go. I know the, tra- the the trade deadline is coming up. It seems very likely that the Lakers will make a move. But if you lost the team, you need to go. Because once it's gone, you don't get it back. Once guys have tuned it out, once guys have decided they're not going to compete, it doesn't come back. If if they're not listening and they're not competing, it's time to move on. It's that easy. So when you say when you say, well, then whose fault is that? That's the coach's fault. Put it this way: whether it was his fault or not, somebody's to blame. And that's mm-hmm. and this is how sports works. Usually, when you know from a sports perspective. Um, you're going to look at your coach. Yeah, listen, by the way, you can sit here and say, okay, well, what the, what's the personnel that the Lakers have right now? The excuses are old. We've been making excuses for this team for the past 20 games, and every time an excuse comes up, they find a way to uh, out, I guess you could say, out lose their, their last worst <laughs> loss. Outdo themselves, yes. Yeah, like, like, I know you, you made it more complicated than it needed to be, but I got you. I, I've said it plenty of times this year. Oh, that's the worst loss. Yeah, that's the worst loss of the year. Um, they are they are in a in a spot where I, I don't know. I, I mentioned this to you when we were doing the uh, we were prepping. Something's going to change if that's the coach. If it's a panic trade that they made make at the NBA trade deadline because they're just like, well, this is not working. And the problem is they don't really have that many assets to make a significant trade. It's not like they have three four pieces where they can say, okay, we could shop this guy there and that guy there. It's pretty much well. What can you work with on the outskirts? Because nothing, you know, nothing well, in this the middle is, is going to go. This anywhere. is the downside of being all in, right, right here, right. The downside of being all in, like for instance, let's let's compare the Rams and the Lakers yeah. for just a half a sec. The Laker, the the Rams being all in, and they are. You know, they haven't had a first pick in forever. They don't have a first pick coming up for forever, but they're good. They're twelve and five. They won their division. They're in the playoffs. They're a game away from playing, being a game away to go to the, the Super Bowl. Right? They're in the mix now. Should they be better? Arguably, yes. But they're in the mix. That's that. That's one version of all in. The other version of all in with the Lakers is you went all in. You have nothing left to negotiate with, nothing left to play with as far as assets and trades and picks and this stuff. And you're not good. And it looks really, really freaking bad on a night in, night out basis. On a night-in, night-out basis, it looks bad. It's funny. When you said you're trying to give the comp to the Rams, a comp would be I, – I, let let's let me use an example in the NBA. Do you think the Utah Jazz are going to win it all? No. I don't either, but they could. They're like, in they the mix. Could. They could. They're in the mix, right? I, if you said right now pick one team in the NFL that's going to win it all, I would not pick the Rams. There's some other teams I I'm going to pick before the Rams. I agree. But can the Rams win it all? Yes. They can. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so yeah. The, the, unfortunately for the Lakers – you're not the Utah Jazz in the Western Conference. You're actually, I mean, Lindsey said something. They're the Pittsburgh Steelers, Al. 
<laughs> no, because Pittsburgh made the playoffs. And <laughs> well, well li- li- listen, Lindsay said something earlier in the prep, and we could do this a little bit later because I know we got Ashley coming up yes, next. Yes, we do. She said something that I-, I guess for me just hasn't dawned in my head. She does not think the Lakers are going to make the playoffs. I'm like, make the playoffs? What are you talking about? 43 teams get in out of 30. <laughs> out of 30, everyone makes the playoffs. But then we kind of started looking at it a little bit closer. A little bit later in the show, we'll get some thoughts from Laker fans if they if they think Lakers at, at this point are going to make the playoffs or not. All right, ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline, so we'll talk about whether or not the Lakers are top seed. Are they going to make the play? That can't be a real topic. We're not really going to talk about that. That can't be a real thing that we're going to talk about in the middle of the season, only it's entirely way too real. But we get to do a little Astley. Lindsay, be ready. Laura, be ready. Astley coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. All right, we like to do Astley on the phone as well. 877-710-ESPN if you'd like to get in on it as well. We've got one coming from Lindsay. We've got one coming from Laura. But we'll go a little old school right here, Al. We'll go to Twitter. This is from Pat Stafford. Does Slee ever throw one back on the way to happy hour? Hashtag Ask Slee. hundred uh, percent. Yeah, it's a it's a good way to do it. By the way, listen, let's just uh, let's look at this from a financial investment perspective. <laughs> yeah, amen. Okay, if you get a if you get a bourbon in before you actually get to the spot, it, you're sitting pretty here. Now all of a sudden you feel better, you feel a little looser. That bottle that uh, Travis got me for a Christmas, the uh, okay. Let's listen. see. Hold on. Let's see if you know what it is yet. Go it's ahead. Not Creek. Knob Creek. Hey, we had a breakthrough. You remember okay, what it I was? I just finished just finished the Woodford. Uh-huh. So Knob Creek is next. So Knob Creek is coming next. So to answer that question, Trav, I think that's a it's an incredibly important game plan. Uh, it's a it's a big one part of the mix. If you get one in before you get there, that's well. It's, good. It kind of goes back to the college days, right? Like you'd pregame in college before you'd yeah. go out. You would be in your apartment or whatever, and you'd be having a good time, getting ready to go out. So by the time you got out. You're already having a good time. This is the same idea. It's just at a lower volume because you're right. That bourbon that you pour yourself oh. at home is like a buck, right? It's like a buck's worth of alcohol. You go to the you, you go to the bar, and that's a twelve dollar drink. But how you just save to save yourself one? eleven bucks? How good is the one before you get there? It's the best one, quite frankly. Look, let, let's not be stupid. The first one is always the best one. It's true. Right? Man, no, I don't, I don't care that. if you're out in anywhere, you know, in, in a field by yourself under a bridge. <laughs> the first one is always the best what one. Are you, uh, <laughs> I'm a troll. Rumble still under a bridge. <laughs> I'm just That's trying awesome. to figure out, like, where's the most odd Where's Lee? He's under, under the 405 right now, just <laughs> having, a, having a bourbon. I'm picturing more like the park where, you know, sometimes that creek that ra- runs through the park and you're just kind of under there. You got a, your bag, you know, you got just the glass top. Top of the uh, bottle sticking out of the bag. That's kind of what good. I picture. All right, Lindsay, you are up. Hashtag Ask Slee. So I thought of this a while ago, and I think it was when John Ireland was telling some story about how they use fake names at hotels. You know, all the athletes, whatever, and he does too. Apparently a lot of people use these aliases. So Sliwa, if you had to use a fake name or an alias, mm-hmm. what would it be? That's a good question. You know what I think I'm going to go with, Trev? So, remember I told you I got the Oculus? Yeah. Okay, Oculus, uh, blah, blah, blah. I get on there, VR, all that stuff. What do you think my name is on the Oculus? Sliwa Laker 24. Nope, nope. Don't think, <laughs> don't think of this too hard. Alan Sliwa. Rookie. <laughs> That's not bad. All right. Rookie. Uh, just, uh, Lindsay, I named it after, you know, you, the dog. You can't, like, check into a hotel and be like, hi, my name's Rookie. Rookie Sliwa. Put me under Rookie. <laughs> 
<laughs> Rookie well, sleep. Yeah, sir, that's not going to happen. Uh, uh, you got something else? Try, try again. First of Strike all, one. Let, let me give me this. another. Give me another one. You need people, a fake last name too. People use an alias because they're important. Uh, I'm pretty sure if I go up there and say yeah, Alan Sliwa, they're like, "Sounds good." Third floor, uh, facing the uh, facing the parking lot. Enjoy the hotel, buddy. <laughs> Boy, Ground floor great. by the you're, ice machine. You're great at this hypothetical thing. So the correct answer is Sam Malone. Right, because uh, I like to party, I like to hang out, I like baseball, and just you know, it just seems like it's appropriate. Kind of washed up and never really very good to begin with. I feel like Sam Malone would work for me. Lindsay, you got an alias? Um, I would probably go with Nicole Baker because that's my middle name, and then the street that I grew up on. And I know that's like something on Facebook or whatever. Yeah, that's like, like yeah, you come up with like your adult actor name, right? Yes, like, yeah, yeah, go, yeah, yeah. I'll go. But Dean's, I feel like it sounds good. I'll go Dean Staley. There you go. All right, there you go. All right, Laura, take, you are up next. I'll take Hashtag. Dean Spanos. I'll take D- Dean Spanos and Brandon Staley. I'll put them all in one. <laughs> Dean Staley? That sounds like uh, Superman from the early 90s with Terry Hatcher. I think that was his name, Dean Staley. Laura, you're on Ask Slee. Hashtag Ask Slee. All right, Slee. Should have um, went Eddie Jones. <laughs> Eldon Campbell. Now, now the names are flowing. Yeah, now, now, now I'm starting to think here. He started yeah. with a yeah. rookie. So, starting you know. to think here. You can only go up from there. Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. All right, Slee. I'm not going to make it that interesting. Um, if you could retire anywhere, where would you retire? Oh, that's easy. Trav, I think you're in Santa Barbara, For right? sure. For sure. I've already scouting out bridges to live underneath. When it's all said um, and done, I'm going to live underneath the pier, right underneath Brophy Brothers. I'm going well, to set I, up a I, tent. I think this, one, I think this one's me. easy for me, too. I uh, think as it, Trav goes two hours north, I'm going two hours south. San Diego? San Diego, You guys California. are so boring. Santee? San Diego, California. El Cajon? <laughs> I should have said you can't retire in California. Ooh. All right, you can't retire no. in California... Mm, You're not good. thinking of tropical areas? Well, I was actually thinking Hawaii would be unbelievable. That'd yeah. be me. Hawaii all the way. Hawaii would be unbelievable. Do I want to be, like, as much as I love the woods, do I really want to be in the woods 12 months out of the year? No. Hell no. That. No. That, that, it's going to get too cold. It's going <laughs> to get cold. It's going to get We don't boring. know how to put... I could live there for six years. I still don't know how to put. Uh, I don't have to know how to put chains on. Tra- <laughs> Travis and I already discussed how we have no idea. how but to But you do need that. Chop wood. you can't be in the woods. You, you need movie theaters. You need airports. Mm-hmm. You need restaurants. You need mm-hmm. things that you can go do. While being isolated is appealing for a period of time, you can't be isolated for more than a couple of weeks before you need civilization. Like I was up in Mammoth a couple of weeks ago. It's like okay, this is four days is enough. We got to come back and do something a little bit more. Let's Ho- go to Hawaii. Hawaii's Hawaii. too mainstream too. All, all of true. us are mainstream. We need to get a little more creative. Biggie on Twitter. Hashtag Ask Slee. When Braun apologized, did Slee feel like he was talking directly to him? <laughs> you know what's funny? When I read that tweet, first thing that went through my head, why is LeBron apologizing? Well, why is I know why. Apologizing? I, I know why. Because he's, he's, he's taking a little bit of ownership for putting this thing together in the first place. And not that it's all his fault, but hey, look, we thought this was going to work. It clearly does not. Yeah. We're going to hit the reset button as, as best we can, but don't worry. I'm going to keep doing my thing. These guys need to get on my level. That's what it felt like it's, to me. It's, it's funny. When, when, I, when I read the tweet in my head, and, and you, know, you know what noise has kind of been a little bit louder here over the last couple of weeks or so? Mm-hmm. You know who people want to hear from? Haven't heard from Palenka in a long time. It would be nice to hear from Rob, and I, I'm sure that's not going to happen, uh, maybe until trade deadline or something along those lines. But I don't know. The the LeBron piece, LeBron apologizing, I, I, 
He doesn't need to apologize, in my opinion. I no, think he, he, he's apologizing else. on behalf of the team. He's not yeah. apologizing on behalf of himself because he has nothing to apologize for. Last one, uh, new name. Always love a new name. Aaron Gomes writes, hashtag Lee, you have 2,000 pounds of any mammal versus 2,000 pounds of any other mammal. Example, five gorillas, 10 wolves, four lions. What's Slee's best version of 2,000 pounds of mammal? So you got it. You're having a mammal fight. So let me random. let me see if I got this right. You're having a mammal okay. fight. Your total collective weight can be two thousand pounds. 2, Which pounds. animal are you picking? I think there's a sneaky right answer for this. Um, I'll go bear. Okay, you get what do you get? Two? I don't know how much does a bear weigh. No idea. Say four. Say you get four of them. They say they're five hundred pounds a piece. Well, because they got listen, they'll 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 demolish you with their teeth and the their claws. Freaking claws. They're fast. Are just swords. Right. Um, I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go bear. Now there is listen. You ever seen what is it? Either a gorilla or you know it, there there's you're getting closer. They're pure closer. strength. Yep. What are you going with? Chimpanzees. Because you can Two, get you can get like you can get like a hundred of them. Yep. Right, they don't weigh two hundred pounds a piece, and they'll you, freaking tear you to. They'll shreds. tear your face off. They have teeth. They have. They're really smart. They're mean. They're very, very strong. And it would be like a you go an army too. of them. Go wolves too, because you're gonna get there's a yeah, pack. Yeah, but they're not a, wolves are small. Yeah, they do. They are pack hunters. This is important. I need more answers to this. Eight seven 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 ten ESPN. All right, Slee. Um, Astley is brought to you by Harris Casino uh, Resort SoCal, voted best resort in Funner, California. From dining to unwinding, a trip to Funner, California is always a win. Are you game for a getaway? Start planning your trip by visiting HarrisSoCal.com. It's a question that I really never thought. As much as I disliked the Russell Westbrook trade, as much as I thought the roster was flawed when the season started, the question, will the Lakers make the playoffs I thought was never on the board. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.